<coughs> Welcome back to Famous Cases and Why We Know Them. Today, the Ted Bundy case. Very good one, right? So, um, Ted Bundy. Everyone knows this case. This. I'm gonna give you more information than you already know. So, he was a normal guy. Actually, well, not normal. Um, but people thought he was normal. He was. He had a steady job. He had a girlfriend uh, who had a baby. He didn't have a baby, but his girlfriend had a baby. He took care of her too. And um, he had just like people thought he was a nice guy and everything. It just goes to show, be careful. You don't know who's really a nice guy and who's really a murderer. So Ted Bundy. Interestingly, he worked as like a public safety office and wrote papers about how to for women about how to avoid rape and how to find missing people while he was still doing his serial killer stuff. So that's kind of funny to me. Just the irony in that. So he um killed he confessed to killing thirty people. But some people think he could have killed more, maybe even a hundred people up to there. So, he... So, let's start from the beginning. He, some people think that he killed in his teenage years. We don't know exactly. But he would manipulate women into trying to help him, and he would be charming and everything. And so they think, this seems like a nice guy, then he would kill them, sometimes in their sleep. And then even if they were dead or almost dead, he would um, commit lewd acts with the body, even if it's not, even if it was dead, which is disgusting, but whatever. It's, it's one of those. So he, um, so Ted Bundy was... Would you put his arm in a sling or be wearing crutches and ask women, like, hey, can you help me put this into my car, which is a Volkswagen Beetle, and which also helped lead them to find, lead police to find him. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll help you. And then he'd kill them, which is rude to do to someone who's helping you, but, you know. Anyway. And so... <coughs> Eventually, since there were some eyewitness, um, eyewitnesses on them, that he was in Florida, by the way, and this was in the 1970s, since there were some eyewitnesses who said, oh, there's a man with a sling and driving this type of car, they told, they would, they got a sketch drawn of him, and a woman that worked with Ted recognized the beetle and the sketch, was like, hey, I know this guy, he works with me. Police kept getting a bunch of calls. The Florida police kept getting a few calls about him. It was like, oh, and like, and they were saying they, he matched the description. I think it could be him. And the police were like, no, there's no way it's him. He doesn't fit the description of us. He doesn't fit the way a serial killer acts, which is the biggest mistake with the whole thing. And that's just, why would you do that? But, um, so then... Later on, he went to Utah and killed there, and then Colorado and killed there, and all that. And eventually, 
they got the place like, okay, yeah, this could be him. And so they caught him eventually after, um, a police officer pulled him over for looking suspicious. And then they were like, hey, this is the guy we're looking for. So they pulled him in, but the most they could get him on was kidnapping, aggressive kidnapping. At the time, they didn't have too much evidence of murder. And his parents bailed him out. And while he was on, and then later on, they found evidence for him to be the murderer. And he said, hey, I want to represent myself at trial because he had graduated college. He was a smart guy, which even makes it even weirder that he was a crazy murderer, but no. And so he, um, so the, the judge was like, yeah, okay, you can represent yourself, which means he did not have to wear handcuffs in court. And he, later on, he said, hey, I need a library so I can research and know how to defend myself in this case. And so the judge was like, okay, you can have that. And then he escaped out the window of the library. So that judge must feel kind of stupid now. And the officer watching him must also feel kind of stupid. He lived, but anyway, he's hung on the wilderness for about six days before being found again. And then he was in prison. Then they went through the thing. He found, was found guilty of the murders. He's in prison for a few years, and then he managed to escape and put on civilian clothes and run around for about 30 days. Then he was caught by a police officer who didn't even realize it was Ted Bundy. He just pulled him over because the vehicle that he was driving was stolen. And Bundy, while talking to the officer, being questioned, kicked him in the legs and ran off. Officer shot a couple warning shots, but Ted kept running. But Ted wasn't very slow, so the officer tackled him. And then Ted said to the officer, I wish you had killed me. Which is, I don't know. But anyway, and so then the officer put him in the car, took him. They're like, hey, this is the guy we're looking for. This is Ted. He escaped. One of the most wanted fugitives. In the U.S. right now, and the officer's like, oh, okay, cool, so I just did something awesome. I don't know if they really said that, but just imagine how cool that officer felt being at his cop, like one of the biggest fugitives in the United States, in the country right now. I'd be, I'd feel pretty, like, on the top of the world at that moment. So then, he gets put back in jail and sentenced to death, and then died at the age of 46? 40? In, in his late 40s. By Electric Chair. And that's pretty much Ted Bundy in a nutshell. I went through that case a lot faster than I thought I would.